It's time for another episode of The Cheat Sheet. The podcast where we interview top VCE performers and deconstruct the strategies they use to achieve incredible results at school and in life. Guys and girls, welcome. Steve here, and I have the pleasure of having with me not not a, a past VCE student, but a current VCE student who is rocking the universe, Sarah Doan. Sarah is the vice captain of Bowen High School, and in year 11, she smashed, not just did, smashed her VCE subject, Legal Studies, bagging a 50. Sarah, welcome. Thanks, Steve. It's great to have you here, mate, and it's going to be really valuable for everyone listening to sort of hear about how you went about sort of achieving such a great result, how you've managed being school vice captain, and what your plan is for year 12. Awesome. It sounds good. Alrighty, so let's get straight into it. So let's get the let's get the legal studies questions out of the way first, right? So you got a 50 in legal studies. How, how did you approach that, or did you know that that was what you were going to get going into the subject? Um, yeah, so I, um, before I started the subject, I set a goal. I set my goal to 48, um, so pretty, I guess, ambitious, and I didn't actually think I was going to get there um, probably at the very start. So the reason why I set that goal was because I was pursuing law at Monash University, which is an ATAR of 98. So I was thinking, you know, if I do really well in um, legal, then... Um, then you know there's higher chance of me getting that 90, 98 ATAR. So I set a goal of 48 and um, I actually did another subject as well. I did accounting mm-hmm. and I set um, the goal of 47 for that one. Um, and yeah, so and I got to that goal as well. So that was cool. Um, so yeah, so the way I went about it was I just made sure for every sack that I was aiming for 100%. Um, I know that's um, overly ambitious, some would say, but that was just what I needed for my study score goal. Okay, so and the the sacks the sacks are an interesting an interesting component, and I didn't know before now that you got over forty. What did you get for accounting? What was your score? Um, I was lucky enough to get a forty nine. Jeepers, <laughs> guys and girls at home, listen, we've got a superstar <laughs> in our midst. How fantastic! No. So you were saying about your sacks. So sacks are obviously really important because they form a major component of your score, and those combined with your exam results obviously make the the study score that you get for the subject yeah yeah definitely so it was um a 50 percent 50 percent split for saxon exam mm-hmm. so both i guess equally important probably the exam was a bit more important but yeah so i just made sure um i sort of knew all my content for the sax did heaps of practice questions probably pestered my teacher too much with getting her to check over my questions um and i sort of made sure like throughout the time we were learning the content i'd sort of show her like a practice question for every, um, I guess, topic or heading um, under that area of study. Um, so she probably got a bit sick of me showing them, showing her all the questions, but that's okay. Um, I got a 50, so. Uh, um, yeah, so I did that and then I got, um, yeah, I was lucky enough to get quite good SAC results. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good. I think my average was probably, um, yeah, a bit, in the high range um yeah and then leading up to the exam um i think i took a week or something because i only had two three four subjects unlike year 12s who have like five so i took a week to just memorize all my or learn my all the content for the year for legal studies and i just focused on that week doing that so and then after that i started my practice exams so i think in total i had this excel spreadsheet which was really helpful um i think i did 
like 30 practice exams um, each for legal and for accounting Um, and just because I was blessed enough with time I could do that Um, yeah and then walked in the exam and just wrote down um, what I thought and um, this guy once told me who um, gave us like a motivational speech in year 12 he said he got a great ATAR and he said that if you do a practice exam like one every day then when you go in the exam it's as if you were just sitting another practice exam so I sort of went in that mentality and um and that sort of calmed me down a bit in the exam so like when I finish the exam it's as if like oh like I've done this before like it's not a really scary thing like because I've been doing that for the past 30 days yeah, yeah. that makes sense fantastic so it sounds like what, what you've hit is you, you've hit a, a bucket load of, of gold there but what you're saying is that you've you've really set this up from the start in terms of really good habits of study as well as utilizing your teachers so your teachers obviously a massive component to this and mm-hmm. they're obviously they're obviously happy to be given work to review and you you're throwing that work at them so you're taking effort there which is fantastic and then obviously just being consistent every week going through material learning coursework learning the content and then applying that content through the use of practice exams and things like that yeah fantastic yeah. thank you that's awesome all right so another great thing that you mentioned is coming into vce did you already know that you wanted to study law yeah, so I was um, thinking about law. It was probably the only thing I guess I was passionate about at that time. So at the moment, I'm still pursuing um, that dream, I guess. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm thinking of studying law with another degree um, at hopefully Monash. Um, yeah, so when I finish school. Um, so yeah, I did have that law goal in mind just because I had done one, two legal studies the year before and I really, really liked it. Um, yeah, so that's that was my goal and that's why I set my study scores so high. Um, so yeah. Fantastic. So knowing that coming into VCE and doing your legal studies one, two, did, did knowing that you wanted to do law at university, did that affect other subjects that you picked in terms of did you, did you choose some and keep some off the, off the list of subjects that you're doing this year in year 12? Yeah, so um, law depends what double degree you do it with but it doesn't really have any prerequisites I guess um you know, and you have to do English and get a decent study score on that but other than that you don't um need like maths or science or anything um so I decided I sort of had a choice um just in terms of subjects I, I could decide like what maths level because there's mm-hmm. further methods and specialists um I could sort of do and um I knew I was sort of you know decent at maths but I didn't really enjoy it that much and since I didn't need it as a prerequisite then I um, chose to do further maths Um, so that I'm doing that now as a three four subject and I'm really liking that but I knew that if I did like methods or specialists I probably wouldn't have liked it as much so yeah so I'm glad I made that decision Um, in terms of other subjects I'm doing mainstream English um, which is you know I guess the typical English choice of people so that's why I did it um, I'm doing psychology because that really interests me right. and I'm also doing music um, so music is an interesting one because music is not a typically like people don't do it to get high marks because it's um, I guess if you think about it like it's out of all the talented musicians you've got the most talented musicians all competing for I guess a top mark so it's quite difficult to get I guess high marks um, not saying that people don't but it's not a subject that's typically known for that. But I did that because I was like really passionate about it. 
And actually, funny story, I um, actually didn't originally have music on my list and 10 minutes before I had my you know course selection I changed it because I was like I'm really passionate about this and I don't I want to be walking into my classes liking them because um yeah it's always like I don't want to go to school which is already something that you you're not usually hyped up for and go to classes that I don't like so yeah and it's easier to I guess study for subjects that you like anyway so fantastic so what we picked up there and it's it's fantastic to hear this is that not only have you got a goal for the the university course that you want to get into and you you already executed really two subjects to put in the bank and, and and work towards that by following your great study habits but you've also then picked subjects that are interesting and exciting as a way of getting an enjoyment and having a great time at school using that time really well but still through being passionate and enjoying those subjects you'll still get a great score as well so and for those at home further maths is not it's not easy Mm. it's not easy everyone seems to think that further maths is the the cop-out maths that you take because you don't want to do you know hardcore level of methods or special but it's it's different isn't it yeah no definitely like we just got our sac schools back for further maths and people i guess who do methods and specialists have sort of done like a couple of people have done further maths as just like a fill-in subject but what I've noticed is that because they I guess think it's so easy they're not getting as good marks as perhaps they thought they did I mean that's only a couple of people but yeah yeah it's a good subject awesome. all right well let's look at it let's look at the other the other components of uh, of your high school life mm. is you were fortunate enough you go to Bourne High which yeah pretty very cool lucky. school yeah and not only lucky enough to be a student there who's doing really well you've also been selected as the vice captain the vice school mm. captain for this year which out of all the students i know because i go there and run workshops a fair bit there's you know two thousand plus students at Bowen high and you're one of three sitting at the top of the leadership food chain how did you how did you find applying and getting that vice uh, vice school captain position um yeah so i um I've been involved with leadership quite a bit, I guess, in my primary school and high school life. Um, Yeah, so I thought like school captain or vice school captain was always, I guess, a goal of mine or something that I always knew I was probably going to apply for. Um, So when that application process came, I tried to write up my application as well as I could and wrote a speech as well as I could, I guess. And um, yeah, and then the interview process Um, luckily I got through to interviews and the interview process was um, quite I guess familiar Mm -hmm. Um, and the leadership staff at um, Bourne are really great and making you feel comfortable so that was good and yeah so I guess I was lucky enough to get the position and yeah it's been great so far. Fantastic now I'm just doing the maths in my head so you've you've structured your VCE very well very similar to back almost 12 years ago when I did my VCE I did two year 11 sub, uh, year three four subjects in year 11 cool. to deliberately free up year 12 to only have four subjects so that's very that's similar to what you've done as well still leadership position at school music commitments because that's obviously you need to yeah. rehearse it's not it's a little bit more than study for music I'm assuming mm-hmm. and still your goal to achieve a, a 98 plus ATAR how do you manage your time and what sort of what sort of strategies and recommendations do you have for people listening in at home for managing your time through VCE yeah yeah so if I could I guess try to sum it up um, I just try to prioritize I think that yeah my schedule is usually really busy and 
I have, you know, music commitments weekly, like choir every week because I need to do that as part of my subject and, um, you know, singing lessons and um, leadership meetings and stuff like that. Um, I think that's something I always try to remember is I'm going to school for an education. So I think that, you know, if it's a day before the sack or two days before the sack, I have to put my school commitments first. Um, but if not, then I think that before you go into those subjects, so, you know, before I went into music or before I applied for a leadership position, I think you have to realise that there is some level of commitment there and, um, yeah, you have to, if there's something on, then you have to go to it and you just sort of have to arrange your time around that. Um, in terms of how that practically looks like, I really like schedules and lists um, and I find that that keeps me a lot more accountable um, than if I um, wasn't to write a list or write a schedule because I'm just like, oh, like, yeah, I've done sort of a good amount of work, but you like, you really know that you haven't. Um, so yeah, so every day, usually I go home, write a list and like write an actual schedule, like 3.30, I'm doing this, 4.30, I'm doing this. Wow. And I know a lot of people don't like that, um, but I find that it helps me be a lot more productive. So I do that. Um, and on the weekends, for the majority of the time I do study, but I think it's really good. Usually I try to plan things at night time, like either with my friends or, um, you know, my boyfriend or like co-curricular activities. Um, and I try to plan things at night time so that you can sort of study for the whole day and look forward to that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another practical thing you can do. Um, and also I think it's really good to have someone who can keep you accountable. So for me, that's my boyfriend, um, yeah, so if I say that I'm going to do an hour of study and I'm not talking to you for an hour because I'm studying, then, you know, it's sort of expected that you do an hour and he'll ask me like, oh, how did your study go? So you obviously, when you're studying, you don't want to have to say, I didn't study in that hour. Um, so yeah, having an accountability buddy, I guess, is really good as well. Fantastic. Guys, I think it's, I think it's really obvious just speaking and hearing how Sarah's answering and approaching all of the questions and how she's going about her VCE, that she's... She's managed to keep her personality in check as well, instead of just losing it to the study and the computer and the textbooks, which can happen if you just apply yourself too much through VCE and get too caught up in the, in the study. So, so work-life study balance is really, is really, really important. Sarah, just to finish up, if you, had, uh, if you had one bit of advice to give to the students that are either in year 11 starting their first couple of three fours or in year 12 looking to you know really achieve great marks like yourself what would be the the biggest the biggest tip or the biggest suggestion you could give them hmm. i think that you always have to remember to keep things in perspective um a couple of sack marks at the time i know seem really um distressing if you've lost them but I think in the major scheme of things that it won't affect your life that much. Um, something I always think about is um, it would be really great if I got my ATL of 98 or if I you know, got my study score goals. But if I don't, the world is not going to end. My life is still going to be good. I still will have my friends and my family. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's something definitely important to keep in mind. Um, but also on the other side of that, I think that you've been like given this opportunity to be educated and not like the majority of the world or some people in the world aren't giving that opportunity at all and some people you know can't write or can't speak because they can't afford it or whatever um so I think that because you've been given that opportunity you really need to I guess put in like effort into it and 
just try your hardest. Like I'd hate to finish VCE and be like, I could have done better. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's, I guess, something else to keep in mind as well. Fantastic. Sarah, we're definitely going to be catching up again at the end of year 12. So mm-hmm. come around December the 13th when we find out that you've, you've topped the state and you've got, your, you've got the ATAR that you want. We look forward to obviously seeing you later on and, and how you get on. Hopefully you're very confident, I think, based on your approach and, and your already mm-hmm. fantastic results that you will get into law and be able to uh, realize your dream there of becoming a lawyer. And hey, thanks so much for being with us today and we really appreciate it. Thanks so much. See ya. Like this episode? Head to thecheatsheet.net.au for show notes, real-life cheat sheets, and links to our social media pages. Thanks for listening.